Welcome, you're officially locked in to Persuasions of Comfort. I am your host, Nawon. I want to give a big shout out to all the listeners out there who've been tuning in since day one. The love and support is 100% greatly appreciated. The topic of discussion for today revolves around how to improve focus. As we all know, distractions come and go. Some distractions tend to stick around because they fulfill certain desires or the joy it brings us mentally, emotionally, and physically. There are times where our lack of focus is caused by the type of behaviors we exhibit or the lack of routines that we practice. Our lack of focus could also be impacted by our surroundings and the way we arrange our environment. What type of environment do you create for yourself when you are working towards a particular goal? I want to share seven exercises that I have been applying to my daily life that has helped me improve my focus. The expected outcome of these exercises will gradually increase your ability to focus in almost any situation. Shout out to Inc.com under the category of productivity for this gem of an article. Number one, find less distracting environments. It is difficult to be successful in whichever way that term means to you, of course, if your environment does not reflect what you are hoping to accomplish. If you're trying to study, does it make sense for you to be in a club, right? The environment doesn't match the goal. For example, sometimes I find myself attempting to write code in bed, which basically means I am setting myself up for failure. The crazy thing about it is that the second I hit the sheets, (laughs) I'm going night-night. Now, there are plenty of folks who have established techniques and routines for working in the bedroom. I have a TV in my room, but I can't tell you the last time that I turned it on. Most people like to watch TV or simply have something playing in the background before they go to bed, before they fall asleep. This routine or habit does not work for me because I want to give my body the maximum amount of rest it needs without any distractions. Back in the day, I used to wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is grab my phone and scroll through social media. Nowadays, my morning begins with devotional, meditation, and yoga. And of course, watching the sunrise. This was the type of environment that I set up for myself in order to accomplish rest and have less dopamine from social media in the morning or when I go to bed. Anyone who knows me well understands that my bedtime is usually around 8.30 to 10 p.m. I created an environment that allows me to go to bed early and wake up early with no distractions. 
If the arrangement does not work for you, you can always switch it up. Think of it as rearranging your room. The takeaway here is simple. Your environment, your success. Number two, meditate. I cannot stress enough how much meditation has improved numerous areas in my life. At first, it was strange to sit there in silence, legs crossed, sitting tall, listening to sounds or a person speaking of peace and tranquility. Now, it has become a daily practice for me. It is part of my morning routine, if you will. It is a habit. Shout out to my close friend, Leandra, who put me on 21 Days of Abundance, which I have been running back to back for about two years now. Meditation allowed my mind to return to a natural state of being while listening to words of affirmation, transforming negative thoughts into positive thinking. It has become a routine practice to free my mind of clutter and rogue thoughts. In addition, it increased my ability to release stress, remove distractions, and maintain a clear head for an extended period of time. A recent study by Microsoft concluded that the human attention span has dropped to eight seconds, shrinking nearly 25% in just a few years. Therefore, this is a skill that takes time, patience, and practice. Meditation has the capacity to extend the human attention span. But what do I know? I'm not an expert. Number three, exercise. Scientific studies have demonstrated that there's a correlation between physical exercise and concentration ability. According to helpguide.org, there's a mental health benefit to exercise. No matter what age you are, there's a strong scientific evidence that being physically active can help you lead a healthier and happier life. Exercising regularly is one of the easiest and most effective ways to reduce the symptoms of ADHD and improve concentration, establish a base of motivation, and support memory. Physical activity immediately boosts the brain's dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin levels, all which affect focus and attention. Shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. According to an award-winning teacher on how fitness impacts learning, specifically, Dr. Rady writes that exercise improves learning on three levels. First, it optimizes your mindset to improve alertness, attention, and motivation. Second, it prepares and encourages nerve cells to bind to one another, which is the cellular basis for logging in new information. And third, it spurs the development of new nerve cells, which stem from cells in the hippocampus. In short, not only does this exercise help the brain get ready to learn, but it actually makes retaining information easier. I think y'all get the point. Number four, make a list. 
As a kid, I used to brag about my ability to recall information, tapping into distant memories and quoting quotes line by line. But apparently now I don't have the best memory as my cousin. So shout out to VP. <laughs> One day I heard Shaq say, why memorize things when I can just look it up? A few years ago, I took a MOOC course through Coursera to learn about how the brain retains information and if it's possible to tap into long-term memory with ease. I think I watched that movie Limitless a little bit too many times. I participated in this course because I had to take an online class and it was difficult to focus on a topic that I had absolutely no interest in. I learned that everything we hear, see, touch, and smell, our brains are storing it as data into the long-term memory bank. Whether you realize it or not, your brain is taking in a huge amount of information every day. The more information you absorb, the harder your recall can become. Making a list for me is like a shortcut. Think of it as a cheat sheet to life goals, minor details, and information. Making a list allows me to focus on priorities. Making a list and writing things down, those important details, is a way for me to identify distractions more quickly and give myself the best chance to accomplish tasks sooner than later. Number five, memorize. I was confused when Shaq made that comment at first. But then I realized that there are things in life that are worth writing down, and of course, there are things in life worth memorizing. The purpose of memorization is so you don't forget things when you actually need it. For example, the worst response you can give anyone is, I don't know, or I forgot. When I realized my memory was not the same as my cousin's, I wanted to improve it ASAP. Shout out to VP. For instance, a scenario where your memory would come in handy is attending a networking event where you need to remember people's names. I'm pretty good with faces and names when I need to be. I learned some valuable techniques on memorization after listening to Jim Quick's episode on how to improve your memory. He used this acronym called MOM, M-O-M. M for motivation, right? Since we're talking about names, why do you want to remember this person's name? O for observation. Attach an object or a place to that individual's name you want to remember. And the last letter, M, stands for mechanics. This is all about finding the hacks and tips to remember that name. Number six, break things down into smaller components. There's a book called Tiny Habits written by Dr. Fogg and a book called Atomic Habits written by James Clear, two books that I have currently on my desk which will be my next read. Highly recommended books, which focus on building good habits and how to design programs 
that can create new behaviors in your life. The concepts behind the purpose of reading these books are similar to this current point. When I have a task or a goal, oftentimes looking at the bigger picture can become overwhelming and discouraging. However, the ability to take a moment to think and break them down into smaller steps makes things a lot more manageable. Not only does it provide the opportunity to plan and execute better, but it reduces the amount of stress one might experience when all they see is the bigger picture. Life is like a puzzle, right? You have a big picture and the best way to complete the puzzle is to break it into sections. Similarly, how you would break down a task or a goal. Once you've completed that section of the puzzle, you go back to the bigger picture to ensure that it matches up. In the same way, once that section of the goal you've broken down has been accomplished, you can turn back to your notes or list and see if you've met the requirements or expectations that you set for yourself. Number seven, ready, set, sprint. Those of us who work in tech understand this concept all too well. A sprint is a short time box period where you devise ideas, plans, and execute goals. Sprints make projects more manageable, allowing teams to ship high quality work faster and more frequently. It gives the team flexibility to adapt to change. Sprints are opportunities for you to set standards and expectations for yourself within a specific time frame. It keeps you aligned, moving forward towards a specific destination. This is how you measure success. In summary, the best way to track your progress and get things done is to make a list of your urgencies and priorities. The ability to memorize more patterns and routines, build habits which help increase focus and velocity towards a particular goal. Through exercise, we can ensure that our mind and body are not just active, but also assisting in our ability to concentrate and build muscle memory. Meditation allows us to direct our focus, challenging deeper thoughts, and provide ways to block out distractions. When we can identify distractions, we become the best designers to arrange our environment for success. When we see certain tasks that are beyond the scope of our frame of mind, we can simply break them down into smaller parts in order to refrain from becoming overwhelmed and stressed. And finally, we can measure our success, the work ethic, and efficiency by setting up sprints for each task. This is how you know what level you need to operate on in order to get things done. I am your host. Till next time, now won't.
Ha, 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 ha.